Figuring out what you want to pursue after college and how to achieve your post-grad career goals can be difficult. Join the Cal Career Center as we delve into navigating your career journey through conversations with current students, alumni, and recruiters to give you practical tools and tips to drive your early career success on Bear Boss. All right. Hello and welcome to the Bear Boss Podcast. This is our first episode. This podcast is hosted by the Cal Career Center, and I'm excited to have my coworker here today, Najet, to talk to us about some of her career experiences and some career advice for you. In this podcast, we will talk about what we do at the Career Center and how we support students with their post-grad career goals. And we'll learn a bit more in this episode about Najet and her advice on navigating career topics. So I'll go ahead and kick it over to Najet for a brief introduction, a fun fact about yourself, Najet, and what you do and what populations you serve here at the Career Center. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, thank you for that kind of introduction. My name is Najet Carrick, and I am a um, career counselor here at UC Berkeley. Um, I graduated from UC Davis with a degree, degree in biological sciences, which interestingly enough, I did not ever use or, or um, utilize any of those um, that education in my career. The populations that I serve are um, the College of Chemistry. So I work with uh, undergraduates and master's students, um, uh, undergraduate students with the degrees of chemistry, chemical biology, and chemical engineering. Awesome. Thank you. And then one more quick thing to help our audience know a little bit more about you is what opportunity did you pursue after graduating college? So as I mentioned, I didn't really do anything with my major after college, and I knew probably my senior year that I wasn't going to pursue an, a career in STEM. Uh, I wanted to maybe go into education, um, but I decided that I was just going to try to find a job where I was interacting with others and just building my skills. And so, um, again, I didn't know what, what I wanted to do, and I didn't feel like I had uh, or knew of resources that I could use, but um, I took a chance, and it obviously worked out for me eventually. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you for sharing. All right. So we're going to get into a few questions that we pre-prepared, um, questions from students that we've talked to that they want to hear. And so the first question we have today is, how can the Career Center help me achieve my post-Cal career goals? So there are lots of different resources that we at the Career Center can help you with. Um, I am a big advocate for, for you know just making sure that you uh, have the ability to communicate both on paper and verbally um, what you want to do, what your skills are, your education. Um, and that starts with your resume and your uh, cover letter writing. Uh, just building a really strong resume that not necessarily, doesn't necessarily have to have your uh, skills that are relevant to jobs that you're going into, but transferable skills that you've gained in your education, in your um, experience projects that you've worked on. Um, so, and definitely having a cover letter template that you can customize for each job. So definitely work with your career counselor to get those do two documents um, to the point where you feel good about them. You feel that they really represent who you are and where you want to go. 
and um, and go from there. Okay, so the second um, uh, topic I would focus on as a job seeker or internship seeker is is you know making sure you're ready for an internship. Um, keep in mind or for an interview. Um, keep in mind that when you're when a recruiter or hiring manager reaches out to you for an interview, um, they've already um, seen what you have to offer on paper. They know that you are qualified for the job. They want to talk to you. So my recommendation is during that interview, um, bring that paper to life, show your personality, be the person that you'll be when you're comfortable in a role or in a role or you're comfortable in a position. And don't be afraid to make an appointment with one your career counselor to practice, to get insight as to how to answer questions, um, get uh, get your questions ans- uh, answered in terms of what to expect in an interview, how to handle a panel versus, you know, just working, uh, interviewing with one person and um, what to do to prepare for the interview and, of course, how to follow up. Um, and then another uh important step in the job or internship interview process, more more so the job process, is job offer negotiations. Um, It's very important to note that um, most people do not negotiate a a job offer. They just sign the offer that they they received and they don't know what they can negotiate. Um, You may not be able to negotiate the salary. Uh, Maybe they've told you that that's not negotiable, but you might be able to negotiate um, flexible time or benefits or maybe a start date. So keep that in mind. Um, Definitely do your research in terms of what the job is, where it's located, what you'll be doing, what other people are paid for, paid for for that similar role. And, um, and, And don't be afraid to interview or negotiate that job offer. Great. As a follow-up to that, Najet, I know I've heard you talk about what if someone isn't very confident in their skills and maybe they're having some negative self-talk of Mm -hmm. not feeling quite up to the task on their resume or how they communicate, um, maybe even underselling themselves. What sort of advice do you give to someone that might have that negative self-narrative? I would say not to bring it up. I, I do see a lot on um, resumes and cover letters um, where a student um, will say, you know, I don't have much experience doing X, and but you can see that I have experience doing Y. So rather than say that, just jump right into the fact that, you know, I, I, I have experience doing why and I'm really excited about the opportunity to learn these skills that are listed on the the job description that aren't that I don't already have. So don't bring up what you um what you feel like you don't have. Just talk about what you want to gain. Great, yeah, I think that's good advice. And as a quick follow up, a lot of our students don't know that employers are often willing to take on candidates for internships or full-time jobs that don't always have all of the qualifications in the job description. So focus, as Najet said, on what you do have, what you are excited about, and go from there. Yeah, and again, 60 to 75, 60 to 70% qualified for a position, I would apply. Okay, great. Thank you. All right, Najet, our next question from students is, It's challenging to connect what I'm learning in the classroom to the world of work. What are a few ways I can begin connecting the dots or approaching this? So um, start in the classroom, you know, in in your work environment, you're going to have to, 
you know, work with your peers, your management, your management's management, um, and you're going to have to communicate with them verbally, um, on paper, you know, in an email. Um, so where do you start doing that? Where do you start getting comfortable doing that is in college when you're communicating with your professors, whether it's going to office hours to talk to them or sending them an email, um, talking to your PI or your GSI or, you know, um, uh, just just make sure you're comfortable with them because once you get into the work work um, force or into your job, you're going to have to do that almost on a daily basis, if not all day long. <laughs> uh, so get comfortable having conversations um, right now here on campus, and then um, that'll translate more um, fluently, seamlessly once you get into your role. I mentioned writing and um, and you know ver- verbal and and written communications. Um, take that into you know start with your salary negotiations. So verbally, uh, I would recommend if you're going to negotiate a salary, you want to do that in person, whether it be via Zoom, in person, or over the phone. Um, you don't want to put something like that in writing um, because a lot could be misinterpreted. So be mindful of what makes sense, um, what you want to do, again, verbally versus um, written. And, um, and you know, go from there. So, you know, set up a time, have a conversation, and, and know when it makes sense to have a conversation in person versus um, over email or text. So keep in mind, you know, uh, during an interview, you will get asked um, quite often. I hear that this question is asked most during an interview in terms of a behavioral question um, to talk about a time that you've had conflicts with a, um, a peer or someone in a, on a project with you. So um, be mindful of the example that you give, because um, just like in a project or in a, in a course, um, when you have a conflict with a peer, um, you most definitely at some point in your career will have a conflict with a colleague. So um, being able to communicate with those that you're interviewing with, um, what steps you took to resolve or address the conflict, um, will give them an idea of how you will resolve it uh, in your career or in your position that you're hiring for. Or for So just be mindful of the example you give. And um, so you can communicate with your peers and colleagues so that issues are resolved quickly um, and without um, bringing in a lot of other, you know, in terms of management and having to have someone come in and mediate those conflicts. Great. Thank you, Najet. As a quick follow-up for your population that you work with here at mm-hmm. Berkeley, what are some common practical examples of things in the classroom that students might include on their resume or might include in an interview? Do you have any examples of that? Sure. So most importantly, um, I would say for my student population, communicating the skills that they have in terms of laboratory techniques, programming languages, um, other skills that they're learning in their, their coursework, um, on, on their resume, because that's what a recruiter will look for. They'll look for some of those keywords. Um, so if you see a keyword on the job description that is not on your resume, I would definitely encourage you to add that specifically if you know that, that skill. Um, and then, uh, you know, your education of course is important and then projects, you know, you may not have a, a lot of research, or maybe you don't have relevant um, work experience, but projects go a long way. Um, 
recruiters and hiring managers definitely are looking for projects that you've done in the classroom, as well as independent projects that you've worked on. So do add those to your resume. And um, tutoring is, is a big one, as well as the volunteer experience that you've had. Uh, don't be afraid to add that if you're looking for something to add to your resume that shows those transferable skills that we've talked about. All right. Thank you. And our last question before we start wrapping up is for someone who is hoping to get clear on what career opportunities align with their values, interests, personality, and skills, what is something they can do to gain more clarity and identify a direction? Um, I would say we have our uh, first destination survey that I use quite often with students that I meet with. Uh, I feel like that's a starting point, kind of a foundation to get an idea of what recent graduates are doing with with a particular uh, degree and major. Uh, I start from there. I'm a big, big, big advocate for LinkedIn. Um, the alumni page for UC Berkeley, as well as the jobs page, making sure that your resume or your LinkedIn profile is optimized in terms of, you know, really describing who you are, what your story is, kind of your brand. It's your marketing tool. Um, and keep in mind that recruiters and hiring managers will look at your LinkedIn profile more often than not, I'd say probably 95% of the time. So definitely keep that up to, to, to date and make sure it's aligned in sync with your resume because they, they'll, they'll take a look and see, you know, make sure there aren't any discrepancies. Um, the other thing I would, I would say is, you know, career connections, networking is a big, big um, plus in terms of finding out about jobs and learning what an industry is like, what a company is like, and what to expect expect in your career um, as you get started. So definitely um, put the effort towards informational interviews and networking, making connections so that you can be as informed as possible as you start this journey um, post-graduation. Awesome. Thank you, Najet. And as a follow-up to that, we do have a series, our Career Connections, Najat is mentioning. Um, it rotates out every semester, and it focuses on different industries where we bring alumni and employers to campus, either virtually or in person, to talk to you all students about what those different career paths will look like. And so some of the industries that are represented, everything from entertainment and the sports industry to finance to tech to non-tech roles in tech, <laughs> there's a lot. So definitely check those out. All right. As we're wrapping up, is there anything else that you would want to share today, Najet? Any parting wisdom for students to focus on? So I, I would say that in general, um, I I've heard you know I've had a you know someone close to me you know who was looking for a, a job say you know this is such a lonely process. I feel really alone, um, and I would say you know you're not alone. Um, you're not alone and you have control over, you know, the help that you get, the resources that are available to you. Um, the Career Center provides an unbelievable amount of resources, um, whether it be meeting with a counselor, our website, our YouTube channel with videos on different career-related um, subjects. Um, just keep that in mind. Keep, the, keep it in mind that you're not alone. Um, just attending a career fair, um, seeing the amount of people that show up and wait in line to talk to these uh, recruiters and hiring managers, that, that in itself will show you you're not alone in this process. Um, we all have our individual journey, but we're, you know, we've all had to look for jobs and it's, it, it could be daunting, but, but 
it's less daunting if you use the the resources that are available to you. For sure. Thank you, Nujet. Well, thanks for chatting with us today a little bit about some of your experience, about career center resources, some things for students to focus on. And definitely tune in. Next episode, we'll be meeting with a peer advisor at the Career Center to hear from a student perspective, some further resources and advice um, that you can utilize through the Career Center and on campus. So thank you for joining us today. This is Bear Boss, and we look forward to bringing more episodes to you. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Nujet.